0: Hello, this is Diana Olenik, the host of the Alchemia Success Show, and today we are with Carrie Mansfield. She helps busy people to prepare healthy plant-based meals that are quick, easy, and delicious. She's also a nutritionist credential through the Academy of Dietetics and studied health coaching at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. This sounds very exciting to know how she was able to get in her own journey into this field and how she's helping people right now in their day-to-day with the nutritional field. Thank you very much, Carrie, for being here today with us. And please let us know, how did you get started in this field?
1: Thank you so much, Diana, for having me here today. I actually went to school for nutrition because I've always really loved health, wellness, fitness, nutrition. And so I went to school for nutrition, I got accredited through the Academy of Dietetics and then I took some time off and I had my kids and during that time I started doing just learning on my own and I started researching different types of diets and different forms of nutrition further than what I had learned in school and I became ended up becoming vegan to make a long story short. So I started trying to figure out how to incorporate more plant-based eating into the dietetic nutrition education I had received once I started going back into the into the workforce and looking for a job and during that time when I started going back to work I went back to school at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and I just love to keep learning about it there's I mean once you get credentialed in something you have to keep learning more and getting your credits and all that anyway but there's always so much to learn. And I'm sure people know from all the news and articles out there, there's always with nutrition, there's so much going on. And I find it fascinating. And once you start, for me personally, when I became vegan, even with my background in nutrition, I wasn't necessarily the healthiest vegan to start off with, because in the beginning, you're just trying to figure out everything. But then as I started incorporating the plant-based eating with What I knew about nutrition and I just started noticing so many changes and I really wanted to help other people feel the same changes and feel more energy feel good in their body again and it's kind of as I I had a life transition in 2016 where we moved from Connecticut to Texas I'm in the United States and that's about halfway across the United States we moved because my husband's work And I had wanted to start my own business for a while. And at that point, it was just a good transition to start my nutrition coaching. Yeah,
0: that's amazing. So in all of that journey, what would be your uh, advice or your uh, point of view about the reason why somebody would get a lot of benefits by adopting a plant-based diet. What do you, say, do you say to someone who is wondering, why should I start adopting this type of diet?
1: There's so many benefits to eating more plants. Mm-hmm. There's the standard American diet is just filled with processed foods, animal products. And there's not a lot of phytonutrients, there's not a lot of antioxidants, there's not a lot of fiber, which is huge, that can really keep things moving through the body, keep all your organs nourished. And when you have a diet heavy in plants, especially fruits and vegetables, you notice mental clarity, increased energy, it helps keep you at a healthy weight, it helps you recover better from workouts it's I've noticed it help with my kids and their attention spans depending on and I'm sure a lot of people with kids can notice a difference if you have a day like if the kids are at a party and they have a lot of sugar and they're eating a lot of processed food sometimes you could even tell just then and I think it happens as adults too our personalities kind of change depending on what we're eating and how it affects us
0: yes for sure so sometimes I am, you know, around people and gathering, and I can see, of course, and they are having some meats and also, you know, the normal carbohydrates and vegetables. People usually say, I am still getting vegetables, and the normal, you know, um, uh, regulations from countries, et cetera. still support that we have to have this amount of protein and vegetables so I'm eating in a right amount. What would you say in that case when somebody feels that still getting the the meat is the right thing to do?
1: Personally when I work with people I don't, um, I like to start where people are at. So if people are still eating me, I don't necessarily encourage them to stop right away. Mm-hmm. I just encourage them to add more vegetables in, add mm-hmm. more fruit in, add more healthy whole grains, because I feel like once you tell someone, no, you can't have that, yeah. it's almost like you want it more or you feel restricted and it just it just doesn't feel really good to do. Mm-hmm. And if And sometimes when you make drastic changes, some people work really well like that. But for the majority of people that I work with, it's more about adding more good things in. So in regards to eating meat, in general, there's just not comparing meat to plants, there's just not as much nutrition. So I personally, when I work with people, have them just try and reduce their amount of animal consumption and expand their plant consumption just to make it make it um, more healthy and more well-rounded. Because even in the United States, I mean, they recommend now between nine and 13 servings of fruits and vegetables a day. And that is no small feat to try and get. Most people aren't even getting close. Mm -hmm. I know I have trouble getting close some days too.
0: Yes. So that seems that is a progressive, you know, kind of like process, not like trying to get the person or the advice the right way to be implemented into the actual full type of diet. It's just a progression, kind of like the way to start doing it. So I remember that at the beginning when I started adopting this diet, as I you mentioned, I struggled a lot by keeping because the truth is that we don't know the amount of nutrients that the body needs. We just eat because it's a need for the body but we don't have the education to know what is good or not for the body. We just have been doing it like that from the time that we were born. So the question is, um, how somebody can start adopting, you know, like the right amounts of foods? And is there any special resource, strategy or how is that that works? In my case, I made the mistake, let's say, of sometimes I felt very hungry and the body feels still like the amount of food, I guess, that you used to eat in meat. And for some reason, I was drawn more to eat more carbohydrates when I was starting out. Um, Now that I've been through years also, uh, I realize how that's maybe a reaction of the body at the beginning to feel some of the the diet that we had before. Um, How would you advise someone or what strategy to start learning about those needed amount of nutrients that we need in the different forms? Because it's not just one type of nutrient that we, we need, right?
1: Right. And that's one of the benefits too, to trying to move things slowly, because if you do, if you do take out a whole, a whole group of foods, like if you stop consuming dairy or you stop consuming meat and plants do have protein in them, there's, you can get a a wide array of protein through plant-based foods. But as you're learning, that's another reason why I like people to go slow because they can listen to their body they can find out like, okay, I reduced my meat consumption. I'm adding these vegetables, but I'm still feeling really hungry. Mm -hmm. You could maybe find different plant sources that are higher in protein, maybe adding some beans, legumes, nuts, and seeds. Mm -hmm. They can also add in different whole grains that are higher in protein. And also, because you don't, carbohydrates aren't necessarily bad, but you want to make sure that they're whole and real foods and they're rounded out where you're also getting your fats and your proteins in there too, because fats and proteins are really what keep us full for a longer period. So instead of maybe if you have a piece of whole grain toast, if you put some almond butter on there or put some avocado on there or something that really will make it more of a substantial thing that you're eating, and it'll keep you fuller a little bit longer, but people are very different and it is there is science and research, but there's also playing around with what works for you individually because people are so unique in how they process food and the ratio of carbs, uh, fats, and proteins that work for them in their diet too.
0: Yeah, that's definitely the way that um, I see it. Um, advice, general, yeah, advice could be there, but that's why... It's important to get the guide of a coach, like an expert like you, uh, to help us navigate through those difficult circumstances sometimes that we face and the doubts that we have uh, in order to understand how to work around and still get the correct amount of nutrients that we need. And that is a process that happens totally individualized. Everybody works in a different way and also the genetics of that play an important uh, role. So that's why it's so important to have a coach like you. So I'm I'm very glad that you are here today explaining us how is that all of this works. Thanks so much. Um, How can we learn to prepare meals quickly? How is that you give that type of advice? What are the strategies for that? What I like to do with people is
1: work with exactly where they're at. So if some people enjoy cooking, some people like Mm. to prepare a lot and they like to cook in the kitchen and they'll cook five to seven days a week and that makes them happy. And that's great and we come up with a plan around that, but then there's also people that want something quick and want to use some convenience foods. And when I say convenience foods, I'm thinking I'm not referring to processed foods, but whole real foods, that you can get already maybe chopped up, maybe getting your vegetables pre-chopped in the fresh section mm-hmm. instead of the whole thing of cauliflower, you have them pre-chopped or getting them frozen. Cause a lot of frozen vegetables and grains have just as much nutrition as fresh, if not more. Mm-hmm. Or we talk about ways to use leftovers or trying, we'll work with different things one of my favorite things that I suggest for people to do is to pick a grain, pick a vegetable and pick a sauce and pick a protein and you just throw them together in a bowl and you can really get it done in like 20 minutes or so. If you do some advanced prep work, because some of the prep work that you, and it doesn't take a long time. When I say prep, sometimes people freak out that they're going to have to spend three hours doing food preparation. Yes. Yes. But you can, to make a grain, you can do that. I mean, th- it takes a while to cook, but you can do that and walk away. You don't have to sit there and babysit mm-hmm. your food as yes. it's <laughs> cooking. Yes. So if you can do a little bit of advanced prep, then during the week when things get busy, when you're, you have to work, when you have the kids you have to bring places, you can throw something together in 20 to 30 minutes and it isn't, isn't nearly as big of a hassle
0: yeah that's awesome i like those strategies so you know very practical advice there um how about kids how what are the strategies that you think or how it should be managed with kids what what do you think about them
1: kids are a lot of fun <laughs> they help they really help me especially mine one of the, i have one kid that will eat pretty much anything and i have another one that is definitely more picky but we play around with things and over the years he has gotten so much better at trying things and he's mm-hmm. still, he's still particular about what he eats, but it's just about you keep introducing things and eventually, eventually they'll try more. But with kids in general, I like snack foods and things that are more able to just be picked at. So even for my kids, lunches, sometimes giving them maybe hummus, with their lunch or cut up vegetables and cut up fruit maybe we'll do something with tortilla wraps and trying to make it more fun even though I mean whether they're little kids or older kids just making it more fun and engaging and also having them help because my kids will help I make energy bites all the time just kind of we'll mix up some oats and nuts and usually a nut butter and some maple syrup, sometimes you put some chocolate chips in there. And just getting them involved with making it really, really helps to get them excited and Mm want to try something that they make.
0: Yeah, I've done that. It's so amazing how by being involved in the process, they start to love more the food because they know that it was their own creation, that they put it for their own creativity. So they really value that. I I also said with kids, it's so much fun. They um, love to be participating in the process, and they love to, f- to have that feeling when they are at certain age, of course, that they are being uh, taken into account and participating in that. I, I think that they like that, and they are so open. No, with adults we are we are more like limited. We have more, you know, a very strong beliefs about certain things and concepts but they are more open. So in my own opinion, when I invite or explain, when I explain my kid about certain, because my my approach is more like about ethics with the animals, uh, he feels so, so open to embrace that uh, through the understanding. And he loves to participate in those conversations with me. So it's also like an experience, not just in the cooking, but also in the reflection of the ethics that we were talking before about. Um, oh, I find absolutely. that very, very beautiful, that process. So that's why I, I asked you about you know, strategies in terms of the foods. And it's uh, great to hear how you um, go around and there are actual ways, because that's what we um, would like people to know, that there are actual ways to combine whole foods and fruits, vegetables, and things that uh, are super helpful and nutritional for them. And by that, what we are doing is helping them to make better decisions when they are, you know, uh, older in life. And so that is um, contributing to something uh, very, that is going to have compounded results in their own lives later on. So
1: what do you think about that? I a hundred percent agree because when you cook in the kitchen together, it really, even just eat, like we've always had family meals at the table for dinner, especially, and just the conversations that come up from that. Yeah. So when you're making food with the kids, you can explain to them why you're putting certain things in there, why you use this and not that. And what, no matter how you eat, whatever your preference if you're educating your kids on the healthfulness of foods and why we eat this and not that mm-hmm. it is really empowering and like you said eat, the goal is when they're on their own they'll notice a difference if they if they start eating more i always tell my one of my kids he's got quite the sweet tooth and i'm like when you go end up out on your own if you go getting takeout all the time and then i'm hope my goal is that you will be able to recognize that you're not feeling good you're getting more sluggish and what I have taught you while you've been home with me, you'll be able to start implementing and use to start feeling better again. Yeah, for sure. And speaking about that, those
0: conversations, sometimes we realize that there are many myths outside about nutrition. So what are some of those myths that we have been with the society in terms of nutrition that you feel that that is not
1: truth? I guess the big one is just that you need meat to get enough protein because I've been vegan for 10 years at this point and I work out regularly. I have no problem building muscle. I have no problem keeping up at the gym. I've, I haven't had any issues personally, or, I mean, and you do hear about, I do want to clarify too, that you do, you do need to pay attention to your body and how you feel. And if you're and look at what you're eating, because what I promote is a whole foods, plant-based diet. Because if you're just eating vegan, plant-based food that's not whole and it's highly processed, then you might... To- I mean, I could definitely see how you'd miss out on nutrients and things like protein. But if you're eating whole, real foods, you're going to get... in a variety of foods. You're going to get what your body needs. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yes, there are many ideas outside that where you know the industry and many through many sources these ideas came to place and it's so it's such a huge industry actually the meat industry and so we became to at some point we i realized at least in my own experience that i was adopting all of this and doing all of this as i said before because that's how i was raised but going deeper, I was able to realize that, yeah, maybe there are some ideas there that are not necessarily true. And maybe we are missing and there are just myths. Uh, that's why I wanted to explore that and from your perspective. Um, I think that we many things in our life um, is based out of um, um, myths, you know, like preconceived notions of things uh, that we it's, it's, it's good to evaluate them to know why or or realizing ourselves why we are eating this, why they are consuming this. We never ask those questions, so we just do it. But why? is How can I know that this is totally what I need? How can I know that? So then that, that question, I feel that it leads people to uh find more information and when we get to find more information maybe we discover ah yeah that that was just an idea that I had. So the discovery part was also interesting in my own experience and um that's why I, I like I support a lot this um, type of diet because it's what allow me to find more as you explain energy uh feel more you know rested even uh, and, uh, and being able to to exercise um, before, I used to even I used to even uh, you know buy those uh, protein powders and stuff. Yeah. Even though I was getting um, chicken, you know, like breast chicken and all of that to to try to get more muscular mass, and I realized that that was a myth because I when I, after years of um, having this type of diet, I realized that my body was basically in the same shape. <laughs> so without, even, like even, even without the meat. So we have many conceptions that were um, placed there from the outside that we, we need to evaluate, basically. That's why I ask you the question of the myths um, about nutrition. Um, so, like, how do you see this going in terms of nutrition? Um, I've seen many products that are outside that say um, it's like um, like a replacement of meat. It has the, the the form of meat, but it's a replacement, like a soy protein-based meat, let's say, or beef or. What do you think about those type of products? Um, it seems that it's looking like a substitute for meat, but I'm not quite sure um, about the nutritional part. What do you think about that?
1: Personally, it's, those are more processed foods, so we want to limit those. If you do decide to incorporate them into your diet, I think they're great for people that want to give up animal products but have a really hard time and are really missing the textures and the tastes um we do because we'll eat them in our house sometimes just more more the rest of my family because I really don't miss the texture or anything of meat at all but mm-hmm. they I think there's a there's a good place for them and I actually read a study that just came out I think last week or the week before about the beyond products. And they were showing that people were having improved health on those compared to eating the animal-based ones, Mm -hmm. but it's still a processed food. So it's not something I would necessarily want people eating all the time. Mm -hmm. And it really depends on the product. You really need to turn it over, look at that ingredient list because some of the, some of the, plant-based burgers out there, the first ingredient will just be wheat or soy, which I have no problem in general with wheat and soy. Mm -hmm. But if that's the main ingredient in a veggie burger, you really want to have a vegetable there or Mm -hmm. beans or have it be more whole real foods in a veggie or a bean burger. That being said... I would say first, you want to look at the ingredients and have it be an occasional food, something maybe you bring to a cookout, something that you have maybe once a week, if that, but not something you necessarily want to eat every day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've been curious about that. And it's interesting, uh, you
0: know, that you were just um, getting some information that is updated. So it's uh, great to know that point of view. But, anyways, it has to have preservatives, right? because it's a, it's a product that is sell to the masses. So it has to have um, some chemicals there. So yeah, it um, goes by, by options with people, but it's uh, great that you point out the fact that just to have some, um, you know, sometimes different options or for people who is, who is in the process of transitioning, that's uh, maybe a good option. So they can start going slowly into that process through that, the use of those products. Um, so what is coming for you? I am excited because you, I think that you have a recipe blog and a recipes book or something like that.
1: I do on my website, I have a link yeah. to a free mm-hmm. recipe book and I do yeah. have a blog that, I'm constantly updating with new recipes Mm -hmm. and health tips and things like that. I also have a Facebook page that, or a Facebook group, sorry, Sustainable Plant-Based Eating, where Mm -hmm. I'll put recipes out there, health tips and stuff like that.
0: That's awesome. And uh, do you have any project that you're working on right now that you're excited to tell us about?
1: I'm excited about a meal plant-based meal planning group that I'm starting next mm-hmm. week. That's just once a week meeting over zoom and just talking about different plant-based meal options and just really simplifying the meal planning process just to help people get some healthy meals on the table with very minimal planning. And we're just showing people how it doesn't have to take a long time. It, it can be relative. I mean, it will take some time, because we're not getting takeout. But just showing people that it, you can eat healthy, and you can make food at home, and it can taste good. And it doesn't have to take forever.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Usually, as you mentioned before, we have this idea that if it's vegetables, you're gonna to have to be cutting stuff and pre, 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 preparing all of this and all the time doing that and then learning on top of that, how I am gonna prepare all of this. I don't know what to combine with what, how um, the amount, the correct amount of the grains. And you know, like it's, it's a lot of information to take, but that's why you are here helping us in all of that journey, that beautiful journey. So if somebody wants to really get into this, which I hope everybody got excited because there are just benefits of adopting this type of diet, how can they find you?
1: Like I mentioned before, you can find me in my Facebook group, Sustainable Plant-Based Eating. Mm -hmm. I'm also just on Facebook, Carrie Mansfield or Carrie Mansfield Coaching. On Instagram, I'm Carrie Mansfield Coaching. And also my email is kerry carrie at com. Yeah. How about
0: a uh, juice recommendation that you have? Uh, I think that in your page, you also have like some juices type of um, recommendations.
1: I do um, juice plus, I do do some, I do, um, I do work with them and that's been a great product just to a concentrated way to get fruits and vegetables into people when they really struggle with eating a lot of it that's awesome thank you very much
0: for that amazing insight um is there anything that you wish i
1: had asked you today i don't think so i think this was good Okay. I had a yeah, lot of fun. Was
0: great. Yes, for sure. Thank you very much for sharing with us all of these, you know, strategies, your experience, your journey, which is beautiful always to know how is that everything in your life took you to this point and uh, to have the expertise that you have now. So that is always a special and uh, to, you know, like to share with other people. So thank you for taking the time of doing this and opening up and sharing everything about you and your um, experience and expertise. Thank you again and see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thank
1: you, Diana. Thank you.